Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. I have been to many places in the world and observed leaders in different cultures, different countries, different places, and how they demand honor. They will demand it and uh, exact it, if I may. In other words, they will command honor to be paid to them in many various ways, whether they will manipulate it or control it or they will uh, <laughs> they will uh, teach it <laughs> you know there will always be some form of i have to have the honor and because honor when you are honored means that you are having influence and so leaders love the honor it's like a big thing, you know, to be honored, to be honored at the feasts, to be honored at the at the meals, to be honored at the celebrations in front of everybody, to be to have uh, followers honor them. But you know when a leader is exacting honor, when a leader is looking for honor, demanding honor, manipulating for honor, it just tells you already they have disqualified themselves from leadership because leadership is not about finding honor. So where is the leader's honor? Ezra Taft Benson said this, an honorable leader is one who is truthful, free from deceit, above cheating, wow, lying, stealing, or any form of deception. That's right. This is what he said. An honorable leader is one who is truthful, authentic, always true to their word, free from deceit, above cheating, lying, stealing, or any form of deception. An honorable leader is one who learns early that one cannot do wrong and feel right. He goes on to talk about the character of the leader, because ultimately that's what it's about. So I thought I would compress this down into an episode for you. And, and I thought about this, the more you are honored and respected and esteemed by others, that determines how much influence you have with others. Now, that's exactly what I started with. But when you've got to demand honor and demand respect and demand esteem, and be given the high places, then something's wrong because your influence is false. It's an empty influence. It doesn't last long. If it does, it's because you're able to command it long enough because you dangle something over their heads. But really... The honor, the respect, and the esteem by others 
really depends on how you treat others. So depending on how you treat others will depend on whether the honor and respect you receive will increase and decrease and whether it will be authentic, whether it will be real, whether it really comes from the heart or not. How you treat others will depend on whether your influence will increase or decrease. So how you relate, how you deal with others, how you are with other people. This comes out of the last episode that I did talking about the attitude of the leader. But how you how you deal with others, how you treat others, whether you like it or not, will depend on whether the honor and respect you receive will increase or decrease will depend on whether your influence will increase or decrease. It will depend on whether it's, as I say, true or false, whether it's really, really authentic. If it's out of a love, a heart of love and a heart of commitment to you and to the cause and to your purpose and to your, you know, to where you see the future or whether it's just this false, you know, selfish intent. Treating others depends on a few things, and I'm just, it depends on a number of things. How you treat others could include this, your real and perceived motives and intentions. It's not always what is, you know, you may be sincere, but how do they perceive it depending on how you deliver it? What are your motives? Are they real? Are they, are they real? Are they authentic? Are they really for people or are you really intent on empowering, deploying, increasing, growing people, developing them, or is it about you? So your real and perceived motives and intentions gets read as how you treat people. Your ability and capacity to relate and build relationships is how you treat people. That's it includes that. How do you relate to people? How do you connect with them? How do you build relationships with them? Are the are those relationships valuable to you? That's read into how you treat people. So it's not just being nice, it's much more than that. It's your motives, your intentions, your ability and your capacity to relate, to communicate, your history. So it's not just how you're doing it now, but coming from the past. What is the reputation that goes with that? Your character is all about your reputation. (laughs) What do people know about you? Not just what you want to have known about you, but what are they saying about you when you're not in the room? So the history of relating to others and how you have treated others in the past. That is how people recognize how you treat others, how you deal with others. Stephen Covey said, to be honorable is to have true power. I want to say to be honorable, not to receive honor, but to be honorable. Honorable towards others, in fact, is to have true influence. Calvin Coolidge said, 
No person was ever honored for what he received. Honor has been the reward for what he gave. I say that again because it's so powerful. No person was ever honored for what he received. Honor has been the reward for what he gave. Calvin Coolidge. Hey, that's from me tonight. I trust that something in here inspires you to think about the principle of honor. <laughs> All right. So from Sean, this is a great time to be with you again. Thank you from all over the world, wherever you are listening in. I really appreciate you. So until next time, this is Sean saying over and out. Mm-hmm.